Hi, everybody. Hey. And welcome to episode 41 mm-hmm. of Doomsday Sister Wives. Yo. We're so happy to have you here today. Mm-hmm. And we were so happy with the result. I say the result. We haven't even posted it yet. Oh. So I don't know if it's successful or not, but right. we were we had such a good time doing our Three Bears Christmas review last week. We're bringing another movie to you today. Yeah. And I'm excited about this one. Mm-hmm. Ones? Well, I am excited. I'm yeah. still excited. I'm, s- I'm perpetually excited about this one. Yeah. It's already technically in the DSW lore because mm-hmm. we did mention it in passing a couple years ago when we yep. had our like uh, our Idaho vacation yes. episode recap. Yeah. Recap episode. So we're just we decided to rewatch it again and go over it in excruciating detail for the audience. Yeah, and I was really excited about it because when I did see it and we were in that hotel room waiting Mm -hmm. for the event to start, I was in and out of consciousness because I was very sleepy. Mm -hmm. I did not sleep well. So I didn't know what was going on the entire movie. It seemed very confusing. Yeah. However, this time around, I saw the entire thing. Yeah. And it actually was very entertaining. And Uh I actually... Hesitate to say this, but I, I think I will. I actually like the movie. That's okay, because I like it too. <laughs> it's very yeah. rewatchable. And you guys, I hope I hope you guys actually give it a chance, because it's such a good, like, weird movie watch yeah. to choose. It's very entertaining. Unlike Three Bears, I will be watching this again yes. next year. Feel bad for me, because I watched Three Bears like eight times. <laughs> but... <laughs> But you liked it. I found it first. I like it in uh like, I don't like it kind of like it way. I see. Anyway, why don't we talk about this movie? It's called An American Christmas. Yes. It was made in 2019. Mm-hmm. I forgot to look up who made it, so look it up yourselves. Yep. But you'll um, it is starring Tara Reid. Yeah. She's the headliner in this movie. Mm-hmm. And for good reason, because yeah, also she is deservedly so. She's like the only famous person, I guess. So that's one reason. But also, uh-huh. you're gonna we're gonna explain how she carries this entire damn show on yeah, her shoulders. Pretty nearly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it opens like a very typical Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. There's there's you know Christmas music playing. We see all these decorations, and we come to this house, and there's a narrator talking about Christmas. I forgot what exactly he said. I didn't write it down. I don't remember what he says either. He's talking about Christmas. It's it's set to like some, like twas the night before Christmas or whatever. Or yeah. twas it wasn't though. It was like sets up a really campy tone. Yeah, it actually it opens on a Christmas day. Yes. So I guess we're kind of looking at a flashback, in a way, or or it's not a flashback. It just starts there. Yeah, it just starts Let's, there. I, I'll stop making this complicated because mm-hmm. we don't need that in this yeah. one. But so the narrator is talking about this. He's talking about how, oh, there's Christmas today, but it's not going perfect already. Mm-hmm. And then we see this guy who's our, our going to be our grandpa for the story. He yeah. throws the door open to this house and throws, he just chucks an entire Christmas tree out yep. on the front porch. Exactly. And we, we flip around and we see that the narrator is the Santa guy who's just standing on the sidewalk. Yeah. Um, no significance, just a dude. Yeah, he's kind of there. He's wearing a Santa outfit, I guess, like many people on Christmas. But yeah. he's he could tell something was going on in there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he stopped to talk about it, I guess. Right. And then we basically see the like there's an entire family dinner happening. Mm-hmm. It's very, I mean, 
there's really no context, right? Yeah. For this, I don't know. We just kind of drop right in the middle. I mean, because for one thing, the grandpa, I guess apparently he got up in the middle of dinner to just take the Christmas tree and throw it outside. Well, his whole point was that nobody would notice. Oh, that's true. He does say something like that. I guess, yeah, I guess that is how you do something that nobody would notice. (laughs) Throwing yeah. an entire Do it as Christmas loudly tree. as possible and throw yeah. it in front of uh, someone standing outside your house. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to explain like our cast of characters just so we can start with as much context as is given? Well, I recognize three, the three actors that were in it. I recognized her. I recognized the dude who was like a millionaire later in the. In oh the yeah, script. yeah. And I recognized the dude who holds up the gambler later. Uh, yeah. He, I, but I don't remember where, but I know he's a comedic actor. He is. We'll get to him though. Yeah. We yeah. don't want to spoil too much. No, 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 not at all. So, well, speaking uh, of the gambler, so uh, we, yeah. we go back to the, this opening scene where they're all have having dinner, mm-hmm. but nobody's really interested in the dinner. Nobody's eating. Yeah. Nobody, nobody's eating. The grandma's at the head of the table looking disappointed. It honestly, I, the scene itself could have worked, mm-hmm. but it's so. I it's mean, I, I'm conflicted because I, they say you, you should always show instead of tell. Yeah. But it felt like they were trying to show us, but they were failing at it. I'm not sure how to say it was that. taking too long. Is that what it was? It was not I, a snap. I feel like that's part. Be. It was part of it. Mm hmm. Because they just dragged out. I guess they really wanted to hit home. Like, oh, this is a dysfunctional family. Yeah. So they show them arguing for such a long time. You know, though, shortcut to that, the Christmas tree thrown in the front yard was clue number one. Yeah. I didn't need many more clues. You don't see that every Christmas. Yeah, exactly. I mean, something's wrong. never seen anyone throw a Christmas tree in my life. Yeah, especially not an old guy. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. And so we see that the son is a gambling addict. You know, he's trying mm-hmm. to set up some bets, some side bets. And he's, we, we have three generations present. So the, yes. the, I guess our protagonist, yeah. if we can, if we have one, is the grandma. And then she has her husband. Yeah, the husband. And then they have their two kids, which is Terry Reed mm-hmm. uh, as this jerk person mm-hmm. type thing. Where she doesn't, she's she's like a baddie, you know, who yeah. like is mean to you. That's all she does, basically. Exactly. We don't, we don't know what she does for her job or nope. if she has one. Yeah. And then we have her uh, husband. Husband, who's yeah. A, who's like, he screams loser. Yeah. You know, when you first see this character pop up on screen. He's, he looks like Mr. Rogers. Yeah, that's what John said. That's right. <laughs> Were you going to say that? He's wearing that red sweater, that cardigan. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Tara Reed most definitely does not pass the Bechdel test in this movie. Like, there is Ooh. absolutely zero context about what her life is outside of her relationship with her loser-ass husband that she spends the entire movie bullying. Yeah, yeah, actually, everything about her has to do with some guy in this movie. Whoa, that's interesting. Damn, I yeah. didn't realize that. Are they trying that. to say something about the state of feminism in 2019? Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But, so, what, is that inflammatory? <laughs> well, so, what ended up, okay. So, th- yeah, we have her and then her loser-ass husband mm-hmm. looks like Mr. Rogers. Yeah. But there- he looks like Mr. Rogers if he's also older than her like by a lot like at least like he has at least 20 years on her yeah which is strange like it looked like if meet? you could if you pushed him over he'd break yeah he's a, a flimsy man 20 pieces yeah 
And so <laughs> there's that. And then there's the degenerate gambler's son mm-hmm. who has his son, which is their grandson, Tara yeah. Reed's nephew, who is also a huge loser. Uh-huh. Uh, but he's a different kind of loser. He's like a more not sleazy. He's like s- a good natured well, he's a, no. I think that back. He's kind of mean. Yeah, he's mean he's actually too. Pretty mean. Everyone in this movie is mean. Yeah. Actually, there's there's not there's not not a mean bone in anyone. Yeah, yeah. And also, so, uh, sorry, I just noticing the sun, especially in the first scene at the at the kitchen, the dining room table. For some reason, just the way that shot is framed, he looks like about twelve feet tall compared to everyone else. Yeah, this guy's huge. <laughs> yeah, he's I mean, he's a very tall guy, but this yeah. shot is not doing anybody any favors. Yeah. His character is, yeah, I don't know how else to describe this Just kind of nerdy and kind of um, sarcastic. But you could be, I guess maybe it's the sarcasm that takes away from the Incompetent. He's incompetent about 100%, a lot of stuff. 100%, yeah. yes. He's very dumb. And what's funny is that in that same scene, or maybe, okay, I think it's maybe the next couple of scenes. Because after that, what happens is that the family dinner is such a disaster. Yeah. Can we talk about Tara Reid and her husband, like what they're doing at the table? Oh, I forgot we about that. We have to talk about that because it's so weird. Yeah. So she is, it doesn't seem too weird at first because yeah. she's just feeding him something. Uh-huh. I mean, everybody's fed somebody something at some point in their lives. Yeah. And so you think she's being sweet, but what she's actually doing is shoving this jalapeno butter bread in his mouth and mm-hmm. he's telling her that his mouth is on fire he's like stop it stop it the yeah. jalapeno is attacking me but she's like sliding off her chair because she's really enjoying this moment of just torturing this man and she's enjoying it a lot she, she's saying stuff like you're so sexy when you eat this yeah and then she it escalates she's like you little bitch boy yeah, yeah bitch yeah. boy which is pretty hot but I, but he's like <laughs> in front of mom though is that not? Oh, okay. Sorry. Not anyway, it. my point is, <laughs> um, yeah, she's shoving it down his throat and he's, he's dying. Mm-hmm. She's having the time of her life. And then, and then really nothing happens. He just, he just goes to the bathroom, right? Yeah. He just kind of takes it and then he, he gets up and leaves. Yeah. And then her brother is just kind of pacing around the living room, talking to some guy, I guess, like a gambling connection. Yeah, he's trying to get everyone to shut up because he can't hear his phone. Mm-hmm. And he's setting up these bets, mm-hmm. you know. And then he tells the son to, like, let him borrow his phone. Yeah. And it's just a nothing burger in that moment. It's, like, sure. Just filling up space. Yeah, what really. And, and the movie could, uh, not, in a, not in a good or bad way, I'm just saying the movie could have been cut shorter for sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah. It's not a long movie. No, how much? How long is it? I think it's like eighty minutes. No way, really. Yeah. I actually felt longer. <laughs> All right, so that makes sense. Okay, they could have made it even shorter. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. So then, after that, the the grandpa gets fed up with everybody, and he mm-hmm. goes and has Christmas dinner in his room alone. You Ooh. know what he says? What? Uh, I wrote this down. He when he leaves, he makes his exit. Mm-hmm. He goes from now on. I'm gonna do Christmas alone. Drunk and in my underwear. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And he sticks to that uh-huh. as we learn later. So he goes to his room and then I think if I'm not wrong, we get this really, we get like a zoom in shot on the grandma and yeah. she goes. The grandson's next to her. Yeah. She goes, I know what I'm going to do for next Christmas now. 
And he's like, what, Grandma? She's like, we have one year. We have one year. Which, okay, this is funny. She says we have one year to plan next Christmas, <laughs> and I'm going to give everyone a present. Is that what she said, a present? Yeah, wait, I don't know if I wrote that down. A lesson. A lesson. She's going to give Christmas everyone lesson. a Christmas lesson. One that will fix my rotten kids. A Christmas Miracle. Is that really what you said? Christmas yeah. miracle. Oh, I think it's. I think it's a lesson. I wrote down lesson. I thought it was a lesson because I remember uh, she talks about how uh, she she's gonna perform a Christmas miracle and oh. change her children. I guess we'll I find see. out officially when you edit this, John. <laughs> <laughs> we have one year. What the hell are you talking about, Grandma? One year to create a Christmas lesson. Yeah, so that's what she says to the grandson, and he's, like, in on it with her, right? So the very next scene that happens is Christmas next year, Mm -hmm. right? So this is the precursor to the actual movie. We see them come up the street. No, before that, can we talk about the decorations in the house? Because that's the first thing we see. The decorations? Okay, yeah. Yeah, so we first we have to observe their living room. And we see on the coffee table, there's like these old gingerbread men statues, and they're like 69 they're all or blowing something. each other. That's right. And then we zoom in on this awkward Santa figurine O face. Yeah. And then. And then that's what J- John had the best take on that scene because right when it popped up, he goes, he, he said, I bet you anything, somebody, maybe even the director, was like, oh, guys, you know, it'd be really funny mm-hmm. if all these if all these dolls are like, you know, 16. Yeah, exactly. Which uh, just was a Christmas orgy. It really wasn't room. anything. It was just like, oh, sure. Yeah. Why not? You also, know? there's two teddy bears. Like one is giving the other a blowjob. I guess that's implied on yeah. the couch. It, yeah. Go ahead. I'll bet funny. That whoever was in charge of the show fucking loves Family Guy. Maybe that's probably probably a good prediction. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> I think there was another moment in there somewhere that was kind of like that. The but grandson yeah. looks like he watches Family Guy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't know if that's like a bash or. <laughs> I think it's it's just an. Uh, Put up a picture of this guy. Yeah, like <laughs> you let know, them judge in, in the editor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. So, yeah, so then, yeah, then we see them come up the street with a wagon full of, well, actually, it's not even, okay, I'm, I'm making it seem like it's a lot. It's a small wagon, and keep in mind, it's only been maybe 20 seconds since she said, we have one year yeah. to plan this whole thing. So the contrast between that and seeing what they actually bring yeah, to you're the like, house. Ooh, what are they, what, this is going to be huge. This y- is going to be a big deal. Yeah. And then it's a wagon. Yeah. Of with like, like a, a branch and like. It's not even piled high. Wrapping paper. Exactly. Yeah. So you go, oh, okay, sure. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Right. And you find out there, well, there's like an hour until their guests show up. Yeah. That's the other thing. Instead of saying, okay, we have a year to plan and setting everything up the day before Mm -hmm. they give themselves exactly one hour hour. midday, by the way, it's not like dawn. They give themselves one hour before everyone arrives. Yeah. And then they get mad when all of a sudden, like the son and the daughter are knocking at the door repeatedly Mm -hmm. going like, Hey, come out here. Like we know you're in there. And then the grandma opens the door. There's something we should visit first though. Cause Uh there's the part before they get there. Where our, our friend Nancy shows up 
you remember the elf girl? Oh, right. So she actually shows up in the beginning. And what a she, plant. she walks yeah. over to the front door. Mm-hmm. And then since the, since nobody's come back home yet, the grandpa has to answer the door. And I love when he gets up. He's already oh, so drunk. Right. Yeah. He's, he's in his underwear. He's drunk. He's in that little living room on the couch. Yeah. And he comes out. And on his way to answer the door, he stops by the Christmas tree. And he's like, hello, Mr. Christmas tree. I got to <laughs> open the door now because my peace family is not here to do with for me. And it's yeah. like, bro, you're broken. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he comes out out and he sees um he opens the door and sees nancy and she's i guess her job is being a it's not her job but she's like an aspiring puppeteer i guess they're her first client yeah yeah yeah. so she she was hired by grandma to Mm. come over and she tries to explain that to him but he's not having it she's like weirdly quirky and she he's like no get out of here i don't care i don't give a shit i don't give a shit yeah and then she tries to wish him a merry christmas and he like gets violent about it he's like get out of here get out of here and i love how when he slams the door on her he says elven little shit cocksucker damn what the fuck i think i've missed that line but yeah he's very aggressive (laughs) i had to make note of that he's easily the he's a he actually does play a really good mean old man yeah honestly there's not much wrong with the performance yeah no not at all he hits every cuss word with a nice little punch it's very fun yeah so yes and then he basically slams the door in her face and she goes off to the side of the house whatever to go do what she Mm -hmm. has to do and then also we forgot when when they get like right after the grandson and grandma get to the house, mm-hmm. then someone comes knocking at the door again. Right. We have these characters, which I feel like the movie probably could have done been done without them. Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. This movie could have been like 50 minutes. Yeah, the, the guys ended up, Oh, so it's this couple, mm-hmm. this old couple that has cookies, and they come up to the house and ask, "Hey, is it uh, we are we can't make the flight to go see our kids because there's a blizzard that is stopping us from leaving." Now they explicitly say in the beginning of the movie they make a big deal out of it because mm-hmm. the whole intro is like, "Once upon a time." Somewhere in L.A. Yeah. <laughs> a blizzard in L.A., dude. <laughs> they, they're, so there's a blizzard. They can't leave. Yeah. Anyway, but I guess that makes some sense in the context of the story. When you find out later, you're like, they, they're full of lies. Yeah, they're know? super full of lies. But they it's ask a cover them, story. Yeah, they ask them if they can join for Christmas, which one is a really off-putting. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not neighborly at all. I hate, I, I don't hate my neighbors, but I also don't want them coming up to me asking me fucking questions. Oh, same. Especially like, hey, may I join you for a Christmas dinner? Like, who do you think you are? Like, you I know, it's like we're neighbors, not friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? So anyway. They do that. The son gets like offended. He's like, I don't, we're trying to do something cool here. Okay, He's, sir. He, he says, this isn't the Christmas that you'd be interested in. Yeah. This is like a revenge Christmas. A revenge Christmas, which is really funny when you think about it. What a, what a, de- let's dive deeper into this just for one second. Cut. He says it's a revenge Christmas, but what it really is, because you remember, that's his interpretation of it. Because mm-hmm. from the grandma's point of view, it's it's a Christmas. She's going to try to attempt to make a Christmas miracle. Right. Different intentions. You know what I mean? 
That's true. Yeah, and this does play a role, guys, because this the whole story takes a wild turn later. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> anyway, so now... It defies all conventions of screenwriting. <laughs> yeah, it's... All it's, genres. Honestly, if you think about it this uh-huh. way, it's super innovative. This is, like, new... We sh- this is groundbreaking. Exactly. The way they I don't contorted know. the story structure. It's avant-garde. Avant-garde. That's why movies aren't made like this. Huh? Uh, why more movies aren't made like this? I have no idea. I know, right? But so yeah, <laughs> the the swinger. Oh well, yeah, they're swingers. But yeah, you'll <laughs> which well you well you'll find out later. Yeah, uh, but yeah, they're very weird. Uh, yeah. Weird behavior. Very weird behavior. But um, it, like back to. So they're starting to set up. The sun is starting to set up stuff. There's this weird little exchange where he's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to go pee. And then grandma yeah. yells at him like, no mellow till no yellow. Let it mellow flush. Like, I guess in this household, you have to be reminded. Yeah, I get maybe the maybe the grandpa thinks something like that. My I thing, can see that. I guess I so. That. Oh, that's so nasty. But I, he won't thing- get his own beers. One thing that doesn't make a lot of sense to me, right, is we were all commenting on this when we were watching the movie, is that they they literally, they're going to decorate for this, uh, you know, Christmas miracle. Mm-hmm. And the way that they, they think they should do it is they block out all light yeah. in the living room. And the only, you know, the it's only spooky. reason I can think that they would do that is because they had to shoot at night. And mm-hmm. they didn't want to show that they were shooting at night. But even then, it was still confusing in the story itself. Like, why would you block out all the light in the house? Yeah. With And I think they were trying to give this aura of like, oh, it's spooky. But it's not even, it's, they get halfway there and it does not deliver at mm-hmm. all. So then you just kind of get confused. You're just like, why? Even the they? kids comment on it when they get there. They're like, what the fuck is up with the house? Yeah. The, yeah. It's, it's really weird. Mm-hmm. So then what? I can't remember what happens next. I guess, I guess what we are, we're waiting for, well, we we see Tara and Mister Rogers get there first, right at at the front door. Yeah, they knock on the door. Yeah, and Tara, the grandma answers. Tara Reed, this is like her performance mm-hmm. is just like a thousand percent. I'm I'm on Team Tara Reed. Yeah, she commits. She definitely she, commits. You get the impression that she just kind of loves acting, and she will do these kinds of things no matter what you know that's that's my headcanon on her but she she, you know they get there and she's like they're banging on the door and she's telling them ring the doorbell over and over yeah and she she they're they're yelling Mm -hmm. and then the son comes over and he's like i i came here 10 minutes ago they just slid a note under the door and it's like we're Mm -hmm. still preparing Mm -hmm. but preparing spelled wrong and then Mm -hmm. they explain it by like oh the grandson wrote it and he didn't go to college. We are still preparing. Prepare your souls. First of all, they spelled everything wrong. He never went to college. Yeah, th- there's a whole joke where they, they, yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. He goes, they're, they're all basically like, grandson's a dumbass, like yeah, all the time. Because he movie. didn't go to college. Yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, he is really dumb. So true. I think when they come inside, he, uh, they still they keep playing on the same gag. You know, I'm not gonna lie. I, I okay. So there's two gags that that run simultaneously in this next scene. 
there's one that the grandson is trying to plug in the lights because mm-hmm. so they're not done setting up, right? Yeah. So it catches it. They, it bites them in the ass that they did not set up. My whole thing is that like even like the conflict, right, mm-hmm. of them getting there early and them setting up does clash, but it doesn't clash in any significant way. They literally could have wrote it so that they set it up and then they got there on time and it still would have gone the same fucking way that it did in the next scene after they finished. Yeah, but then we wouldn't mm. have gotten that super funny scene where the grandson electrocutes himself like 10 times in a row. Yeah. Ow! 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 You want me to get the beer? Ow! Shut up! The presentation has begun. Careful, or you're gonna William Kemmler yourself. William Kemmler yourself? Who's William Kemmler? Only the first man ever to die in the electric chair. Two minutes and 17 seconds. They they hadn't worked the bugs out. Oh, that's an excellent historical reference, Uncle Gare. Yeah, so then he, yeah, which it felt weird because it felt like the tone almost shifted there. Yeah. Where where I was like, is this going to get way more slapstick right now? It's kind of like John was saying, they flip-flop, they dip their toes in a lot of different genres. Yeah, and he's just just trying to plug something into the wall. Yeah. And it's it's electrocuting him. They have electrical issues. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, and he's like screaming and everyone, instead of being like, oh my God, are you okay? They're like, shut up. Yeah. Grandma's like, shut up. Exactly. She, she You're ruining it. this Christmas miracle that yeah. I'm trying to perform here. And then like when when that isn't working out or no, there's this whole thing with I think a music player. I can't really tell what it was, but he was trying to like get this whole machine to work. Oh, they had a pre-recorded message that they wanted to play, which by the way, only comes back into play once in the movie right. and it doesn't even matter. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it's big I didn't nothing even remember it. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What does happen is the after he does that, the dad wants a beer, and then they start on this gag where the dad asks him several times in the next 30 minutes of the movie, hey, can you get me a beer? You want me to get the beer? <laughs> Bring me a towel and a beer. The beer? Don't forget my beer this time. Can I please have a beer? It might be my last. And every time he leaves and then comes back, he comes come back with anything but a beer for his dad. Uh-huh. And I almost wish they would have gone more in depth about the characters. Because, like... <laughs> Why is he malfunctioning so much on this one task? Like, there, he tries so many times, and there's one time where he, he like literally has an armful of beers that he just grabs out of the fridge. Right, and yeah. he doesn't make it back with a single... Ah, oh, Christ on a... God damn cracker. Language, young man. Very racist. I said Christ on a cracker, not Christ is a cracker. You're right. One. Yeah, and he's grabbing it in the stupidest way you've ever tried to hold beer. He like he tries to pile it up in a pyramid in his hands. It's like he didn't ask for that many. Yeah. Just get him one. Start well, with one. In fact, all he max he asked for was six. Yeah, six He pack. said, give me a six pack in one of the lines that he mm-hmm. where he goes uh, tells him to go get some. And yeah, he doesn't just cannot just proving their point. You know, he's very stupid. Yeah. And so the other thing uh where he's stupid 
is when when the pre-recorded message doesn't work he tries mm. to improvise and he grabs these like fake chains and mm. he pretends to be like the ghost of christmas past i do and I it do upsets the it. grandma a lot for some reason yeah, she's like, like shut the fuck up bro she's like stop it stop it stop it she just yeah. flips her shit yeah you know, nothing about it. She actually does not have that many lines in the whole movie. She doesn't does she? really. Yeah. Yeah, most of it is, like, Tara Reid, to be honest. Yeah, actually, which is funny because it technically it, the movie sets itself up that it's going to be the grandma story. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's where the confusion, That maybe that's why the beginning feels so slow. Yeah. Because you're waiting for them to tack on the story yeah, to She's the not the fun part. Yeah. It picks up a bit when the other characters are having their moments, but exactly. she's really not the star of the show here. Yeah, yeah. And so what ends up happening is, yeah, the, the chains, you know, lets the audience know, hey, you know, they're going to do a pull play gag on A Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. And so she goes, I'm going to give you a fucking, you know, less Christmas, whatever. And she goes, here's our first person. And then... So we learned that she has contacted people from like the character's past to mm-hmm. bring them. And what does she use to contact them? Oh my god, what was it again? Do you remember? Classmates.com. Classmates.com. Even yeah, though dude. even though like they're not the first person we meet, I don't think they're connected by school. I don't remember. No, not at all. Yeah. They're they're connected by their gambling addictions. Mm-hmm. So who they call is this woman who I, I don't know what to make of this character yeah. really. Well, she, all you got to know is that she's kind of, she used to own a gambling den mm-hmm. and <laughs> she, she's there for the son. Um, mm-hmm. She walks in, uh, the son's real name is Danny, but she's like piglet. And yeah. he, he gets scared. That whole thing actually never made any sense. To it, me. Yeah. There's so many things you could call a person that makes sense. Yeah, but what she says, she calls him Piglet. He hides behind his mom. Yeah. And she says, Piglet, you're living up to your name, jumping in the shadows. And it's like, is that what Piglets are known for? Yeah, I don't know. It just, actually, that really bothered me that they called him that. I know it's supposed to be like this. It's like a code name because they're supposed to be anonymous to each other. Yeah. I don't know anything about gambling I mean, illegally, re- but... You really... I mean, somebody could have come up with something better to call this guy. Yeah. I mean... Tara Reid loves it, though. She's like, I'm going to call you Piglet forever. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. totally living in the moment of being mean to her brother. Yeah. Well, I guess thematically it makes sense because pigs mm-hmm. squeal, right? And he squealed on her. Oh, oh my God. I guess, yeah. Dude, we're not smart enough for this movie. We didn't even catch that. <laughs> I guess, but I feel like I feel like calling him something. I feel like I don't know. I guess maybe Rat was too mean. I don't know, but like already, like it's a little demeaning. It sort of makes me think of a uh, Deliverance. Oh, that's probably the squeal thing that it reminds me of. Yeah. Oh God. Squeal. Actually, I mean, I just hate pigs, and that's why. I mean, I love the way they taste, but like, I don't like. I wouldn't want to hang out with one. Me neither. I'm like pro pig, but they're. Uh, kind of grotesque. I feel weird. like they're cute when they're tiny, but when yeah. they grow big, they're yeah, they're, they're grotesque. They're disgusting when they eat. Sorry if you're a pig fan, but I this don't is like just the way how they we feel. Sound. Yeah. yeah, that too. Yeah, it makes me like, nervous. Anyway, anyway, they call him Piglet, and he basically we we get into this whole backstory that she used to own a gambling den. He used to go there a lot, and he owes her $10,000, mm-hmm. and he hasn't seen her since because- He ran he, away. That's right. He's originally from the East Coast. Mm-hmm. And so, or that's where he lived. In yeah. Philly. In Philly. 
That's, oh, gotcha. that's what they say in the yeah. movie. So then we learned that she spent like seven years of her life in jail mm-hmm. because people testified against her in court. Yeah, her place got raided. <laughs> yeah. we And this is so much work mm-hmm. to to get to the payoff. It's pretty long. It's a long it's scene. It's a very long-winded scene. Mm-hmm. And we just... Basically, I mean, just by what I said there, she keeps like looking at him. It's their fault in the movie. That's why I didn't feel bad when I spoiled that in the movie, mm. like for us or for him, I guess, because he's the only one who hasn't seen it. Oh, yeah. It's so obvious because they keep putting the camera on him when they're like, I was yeah. in the slammer seven. And then you they just keep like they just they're just like, hold the camera on him. He's like, oh, <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what it does. I'm like, no shit. This motherfucker ratted on her, bro. <laughs> like, what do you think? <laughs> who do you think puts you in jail, bro? And so, yeah. So towards the end, I actually don't understand how. The, do you remember how they got to the resolution of that? Um. Well, first of all, uh, mm-hmm. Tara Reed and Gary they leave because in the middle of this conversation, she's she decides to spray whipped cream like directly in his ear. Right. So they, they exit for a while, mm-hmm. and then, you know, the so the rest of the characters present they recap that whole story about what happened and what he did, what she thinks he did wrong. Yeah. And then they do like a forgiveness ceremony, mm-hmm. which looks like a wedding. Like it looks like grandma's it's officiating a wedding. Again, she has them like stand opposite each other and hold hands. They're uh, they're mixing genres here. Yeah. yeah, the lighting changes dramatically. It's really inappropriate. Uh, yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah. And so they're confessing to each other. They go, "I'm really sorry that I did this mm-hmm. and I did that." She's like, "I I got I caused trouble for your whole family. I can see that now." I'm so mm-hmm. sorry. And then he's like, I'm sorry that I ran away. And yeah. then and then the woman, her name's Janet. I'll call her Janet now. Mm-hmm. But she, she's like, oh, my God, I'm so liberated. I'm so free. I'm so inspired. Thank you, Grandma. I think mm-hmm. I'm going to call all my other friends and apologize to them, too. Yeah. And then. And again, they hold the camera on the brother, uh, on the. <laughs> On Piggy, I can't even remember his name. <laughs> Danny, there you go. They hold the camera on Danny, and they have it. He's like his face is just like, oh like, god. Yeah, he's like he's like holding in like it looks like he's trying to shit himself. Like it's really funny. Uh, and so then, he, right as she reaches the door, you know, he he has that moment where he goes, "Wait, I I actually have to tell you the truth. I want real forgiveness." Oh yeah, that's what he says. I want real forgiveness. And then he tells her, I'm the one who called the cops, which to, you know, it's it's so weird because there's no twist. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, yeah, he tells her and then she punches him in the face. Yeah. I mean, what other response is the character going to have? Yeah. And then, and then she, she's <laughs> basically like, I'm going to come back and kill you. Yeah. She just goes like, I'm going to kill you now. And then she <laughs> leaves and then he oh. sits on the couch and <laughs> we should probably touch on what was going on in that bathroom this whole time. Oh, that's right. They keep, they come back and forth between. Yeah. Them. They, mm-hmm. they cut back to Tara Reed and mm-hmm. Gary. Yeah. And I get like Gary, this fucking wuss. He's mm-hmm. like, I guess he got a brain injury or something from that whipped cream. And he's like trying to clean out his ear. <laughs> and then Tara Reed to like cheer him up. There's a balloon in the There's bathroom for no reason. Yeah. She grabs it and she inhales from it. Yeah. And she starts speaking in this weird high pitched baby voice, like, I'm sorry, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And for some reason, he just loves it. He's I mean, like, we kind of learned that that's, you know, okay. So in the movie, of all the developed, so of all the character development we have, I think she probably has 
the most. That's oh, for not, sure. That's not saying much, but it, she does have some. She has more layers to her. Definitely, because this is how she we has learn. Like two. Yeah, this is how we learn how her character works. Yeah, right? she basically bullies her husband until he feels bad, and then she or injures him. Yeah, or injures him. Right, does actual bodily harm. <laughs> Basic domestic Spicy abuse. Spicy food or yeah, whipped cream in his ear. Exactly. <laughs> and then she acts cute, gets in the laugh, and then she forgives him. He's basically a child in this Mr. Rogers body. Yeah. I mean, they're both like seven-year-old people who will like have crushes on each other. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And he just takes the abuse and then yeah. she makes it all better by making him laugh at something really dumb. Yeah. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, does he make her laugh in that scene? No, it's all her. It's all her, right? She's com- she's in complete control. She's like directing their relationship. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So then after after this, right, they both get out of the bathroom. He says a really lame joke, mm-hmm. and then it's not even worth saying. Yeah. And then what happens is they're all like, "What happened out here? It feels kind of heavy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they're like the air is kind of thick." With awkwardness or whatever. And he starts, uh, Danny starts blaming their mom. He goes, see what you did? You didn't give me a Christmas miracle. Mm-hmm. You did this thing. And then she goes, no, I, no, I didn't. All I wanted, what did she say? All I want to do is get to know your life. She said something about how it was good because it proved to her that his life is even worse than she thought it was. Which is really funny because she's the one who just made it. She caused that. Yeah. She, she had a hand in that woman. And then he's like, you weren't supposed to know any of that about me. Yeah. It's like, you didn't, you could have died not knowing this about me and I wouldn't have gotten threatened with death. Yeah. And see, this is where I started appreciating one of the the mom character or, or basically what I appreciate the family dynamics that are presented in the movie because I feel like by the end of it, what we came to the conclusion of with everyone talking to each other mm-hmm. is I think I said it in a different scene further down in the line in the movie where I go, does she not realize that she raised all of them? Yeah. <laughs> it's like her fault. They're like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the, and the dad too. Yeah. Like, it's kind of no mystery with the dad when mm-hmm. you consider what an asshole he is. Yeah, they're all narcissistic. They're terrible people. Exactly. So after this, she, we get another ring at the door, mm-hmm. and the grandma gets all excited. She's like, guess what? It's your turn now. Mm-hmm. To Tara Reed. Yeah, and then Tara Reed goes, what? Is it like an ex-boyfriend? Yeah. And she, she's like, I just want to go home. Yeah. And then <laughs> she ends up... They answer the door. It's like a gag of like, well, I think you got ding dong ditch. You know, he says so many stupid things. Oh, no, no. Things before that, before what? that, our neighbors come back. Oh, oh, that's the right. Neighbors come back they and they're like, back. we saw a car speeding out. So we're like, that's normal. Yeah. There's a car, we saw a car leave really fast. So we came to check in on you. Yeah. We're all family, right? And it's like, mm-hmm. no, you're, you're not. You're yeah, literally you're not. <laughs> and then that, uh, so, so Sully, Sully's the grandson. Okay. Probably should have mentioned that, but he answers the door for them. And um, then the the guy neighbor, he's like, mind if we come in for some nog? And then Sully is like, ew, I'm not into that. And they're like, what? And he's like swinging. Mm-hmm. I know what you swingers say. I know the code words. And then, and then they're like, no, we mean eggnog. And then they guffaw about that for a bit. And then he's like, but that it shifts. That's when the the neighbor guy 
yeah, because they start laughing. Like, now that we're all so friendly, why don't yeah. we come in for some nog? Exactly. And then Sully gets freaked out and closes the door. Like, Ew, I'm not into that or whatever. And then the neighbor guy turns to his wife and he's like, he's so hot. It would have been way. Yes, that I will say that's uh, a nice little twist. The scene <laughs> is that he's the one who's into him. Yeah. Uh, but what I will say is if he would have said yes, that would have been that would have made the movie way more interesting, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Uh, but he ends up saying no. Also, he's the man is really pervy. Like when he gets there to begin with, because as yeah. soon as he opens the door, we see him like he's kissing up on his like wife's arm. Yeah, and it's like, uh, it's like you guys can't wait. Yeah, like what? What are you doing? No, she. That's no, worse. He sniffs her. He doesn't kiss her. He oh, sniffs yeah. her arm. Yeah. Weirdos. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I guess that's weird. No wonder they have to go door to door begging people to come over for Christmas. Like, Well, no, they want to invite themselves to their Christmas. Remember? Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. They also have this line where they're like, let's try the next house over. Right. Yeah, they're just, they're just, they probably just went all the way around and came back. Right, exactly. The whole neighborhood. Yeah. So then, like I said, they get another dunk at the door. Mm-hmm. There's no one there. Tara they they Rain- argue about who it is because, like you said, Tara's like, oh, is it a boyfriend? And she says this line about, was it like the, that dolphin trainer with the hot body? And her husband's right there. And he's like, oh, hey. <laughs> and I love the part where the, the grandma gets fed up and she goes, Penny, you're such a whore. Penny, you're <laughs> such a whore. Oh, yeah. She calls her out super hard. Yeah, for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. So Tara Reed tries to leave through the back door. Mm-hmm. And then the whole, you know, scene is really dark. It almost turns into a horror movie for a second there. And then out of nowhere, this man comes from the back door and she tasers him. Yeah. Into the onto the floor. And he goes, ow, 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 whatever. Which is uh, he's the other. He's like a. I recognize that. Yeah. I don't. We're going to have to look up who he is. Yeah. He always plays that kind of character, too. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I did a. IMDb search of him, and he's voice acted for a lot of shows that we all recognize. Yeah, his voice is very recognizable. He's also like in Rick and Morty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's in uh, Teen Titans. He's great. I I do like him. Mm -hmm. So it was interesting watching him in the movie. Yeah, just show up in this. Yeah, it was definitely the writing that was (laughs) making him weird. But um, that's also part of this this, um, established thing that I guess the one thing that grandpa did for Christmas was get all the women in the family tasers because grandma has one, too. That's right. Yeah. 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 Two? She has. That's right. She has two tasers. Just ready to go. Yeah. Just a lot of tasers. Some people have some families have guns. (laughs) This is a taser family. Yeah. So then she goes, who is this dude? And he's sitting there. He goes, don't you remember what you used to call me in elementary school? Mm-hmm. And then he says the name, which is like. There's a few names. He's like in elementary school. What was it? He he goes. Stanky hanky. Stanky and then middle hanky. school, he was spanky hanky. <laughs> and then and I, when he says spanky hanky, Tara's like. Yeah, I can imagine you really stink and masturbate a lot. And in high school, it was wanky hanky. Know who I am now? No, you know, I've never even heard of you or, or, or saw you before, but I could really imagine that you really stink and masturbate a lot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, wasn't the last one like wanky hanky or something, something like that? Yeah, 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 that's why she calls him that. Yeah, that he smells and masturbates a lot mm-hmm. or whatever. And, oh, yeah, that, then <laughs> Grandma, she, she gets back into it and she calls Penny like an asshole. And then they're arguing about who's an asshole. And there's a couple lines 
in this that I just wrote down with little context, but apparently Sully says, if the asshole fits, and then... And that's it, by the way. The line goes nowhere. Yeah. He just says it, and they just break to the next thing. Like, that's a good comeback. And then... And then Penny is arguing with everybody because they're all criticizing her. Mm-hmm. She says to her husband, go sit on a calculator. I don't know what that means. Oh, no. She said it to the to, to the dude. Uh-huh. Uh, so he, it's revealed that this man is a multimillionaire. Yeah. Or billionaire, actually. He's a billionaire. And he, the, his claim to fame is a... <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's actually strangely funny. <laughs> it's really weird. It's... it's uh, a solar-powered submarine that he sold to the Navy, the U.S. Navy. Yeah. And he was like, oh, they love that. And immediately, I, I know this is, like, nitpicky or whatever, but immediately I thought, like, yeah, because they don't have nuclear submarines that can, like, stay underwater for months <laughs> at a time, bro. They needed the, the solar-powered need submarine. Solar but... Anyway, it's, it's really easy to get solar power underwater. Yeah. <laughs> Watch it actually is. Someone he actually does make me. a point about that. He, he does is. say, well, they're obsessed with how I was able to get the sun rays to reach the thing in the water because it disperses the energy. It was so stupid. I was just like, <laughs> dude, you guys remember the submarine uh, in the beginning of this year where uh, the deep sea explorer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. What if that was also solar power? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the result. That's why it imploded, dude. Maybe he was down there. <laughs> this, is, this is actually a, bio, a bio, biography. Yeah, maybe. It took me a while to say that word. It's so dumb, though. Just <laughs> solar-powered submarines. Yeah. So, oh, but the, the, bro- the brother really is trying to get a job with this guy now. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he goes up to him. He goes, my name is Piggy or whatever. And <laughs> and, <laughs> and I love that you have million dollars or whatever. <laughs> and so it's so clear what he's trying it's to trying do. trying to schmooze. It's just dumb. Anyway. It's just better um, better ways to do that. Yeah. So, but I back to the calculator line. She goes, yeah, why don't you go sit on a calculator? Mm-hmm. I think her point was, and it made sense to me, but in my brain I had to, like, explain to myself. So I guess it's not funny. But I guess the whole point is that, like, he's so nerdy that a calculator turns him on. You know I what I mean? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Unless, like, well, how is the calculator situated on the chair in this scenario? Is Maybe it, like, it's on its side? Is it, like, just flat? <laughs> But that comeback, unlike the if the asshole fit ones, like oh. I feel like that one actually lands because like Tara Reed is that her name? Yeah. yeah, she really like commits to a role, you know. So that actually does feel like a mean girl line. Yeah, like, honestly, one hundred percent. Yeah, she 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 works she works the lines that she gets in this. Yeah, no, she really um she she really guns goes guns blazing in the entire scene just trying to take down everyone with her. Mm-hmm. And that was the whole point of the scene, by the way, is that the grandma's like, well, he's not here to like reconcile with you. Mm-hmm. Here's here to show you what a nice life you could have. If only you were nice and not an asshole. Uh-huh. And she goes, like, she, she ends up, yeah, she loses her mind and she goes, she doubles down on everyone. She insults she, everyone. She calls life. Hanky an overeducated pervert. Yeah. Which, <laughs> John, to Honestly, which John chimed in and said, he really does. Looking yeah. like an overeducated pervert. You give a lecture to someone who gives a damn. You overeducated pervert. Uh, they nailed this costume, by the way. What yeah. it, he was wearing like a plaid, but like a mustard yellow plaid yeah. suit. No, not mustard yellow, like, like a cheap Dijon mustard yellow suit and with Crocs. Crocs. Yeah, yep. yeah. Which yeah. <laughs> is great. Um, very the, much a billionaire outfit. Yeah. He he ends up leaving because he he's just done with this. 
interaction. Yeah, exactly. And Danny is, he just flips out on Penny. And he's like, did you even consider being nice so he could help me? That's right. And then he's like, you don't think except for yourself. Yeah, you're so selfish. Quote, the gambling addict. Yeah, the gambling addict who's trying to get more money. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, he's. Like I said, I yeah, he's probably like my least favorite character in the entire movie. Actually, he's yeah. the, the the least redeemable character of mm-hmm. all of them. So then, you know, her husband leaves because she insults him like to the to the nth power. You know, and then he leaves yeah. and she goes like, "Great, now I'm all alone" or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I don't. At this point, is, I think this is it, it when I think even John chimed in. He, which is funny. It was great timing. He goes, "What happened for the girl from the beginning?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, then, the elf girl. Yeah, and then he, and then Nancy. you know, yeah, obvi- and then the um, the Gra- nephew. Yeah, Grandma says to Sully, "There's another ghost," and he Sully's like, "What? That, like uh, all my 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 dad and my aunt already That's got their ghosts. Right. I don't, she well, was, who needs a ghost?" Yeah, and then this she's like, "You do, you. yeah," and. He's like, I don't need a ghost. I help the elderly. I volunteer for jury duty. It's like, okay, dude. So you basically you waste a lot of time. Yeah. And (laughs) and I love the sex part of the movie because Mm -hmm. now it's if you've ever seen uh, Arrested Development, it's it's almost like uh, Cousin Dangeru, like where it gets weirdly incestual and it gets like. The scene is crazy. Yeah, it gets ancestral. It gets deep. Like the, everyone receives like a dose of therapy. Almost, it, it kind of goes out of control. Yeah, it turns yeah. into like a incestuous therapy. Session. It actually is my favorite part of the entire movie. I'm Mine not, too. Yeah, because it gets like because it, it catches you off guard uh-huh. because the scene kind of elevates the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. For one thing, she leads. So Nancy leads Sully out. She's also done a costume change for some reason, but she she leaves him out there, and you see the the garage is all set up yeah. like a like a puppet show stage. Nicely too, actually. Yeah. The, the set designers actually did a good job of that. Nobody I, I noticed this somehow, though. Give them props for that. Yeah. But uh, she leaves him out there. Uh, uh, she started taking things down because she's starting to get all sad, like her plan didn't work. Oh, that's right. She tells and them that's that's why she disappears for yeah. a good chunk of the movie. I just have this one note that it was funny because I noticed she goes to the same outlet that her grandson had gotten electrocuted by like 10 times but then she just right, pulls they don't it out. continue the gag yeah, she just they pulls it out gag. like nothing happens and i yeah. commented on that and john was like mm. it's because she went to college <laughs> yeah that's, <laughs> that's why one. she survived that was a good one from the crowd yeah that was yeah. i love that one but then then we go back and uh Soli and nancy they come back inside mm. And they bring Danny and Tara Reed outside. So they bring them all back to the puppet stage. Yeah, because he, he ends up because they, they end up on the couch. So, OK, this is where the dynamic really starts for me. And this is where it starts getting elevated. The The way they shot that of the of Tara Reed sitting next to the brother, her mm-hmm. brother, it mirrored them in their childhood. Like you could see it like and I'm going uh, by the way, I'm giving, I don't know if I'm giving them more credit than is, than is two, but to me, right, just looking at it, it really looked like two little kids who were on a road trip together. It kind of, yeah. And they were just And they like, just have all their toys scattered in the yeah, backseat. Yeah, they're, but they're together, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're experiencing this thing together, 
And then, yeah. So the, there are moments in the movie where they sh- they do like slightly smart choices, you know, to show like definitely deepen the relationships a little bit yeah. like that. I definitely want to think they're on purpose too. Yeah. So then the, um, the all the puppets. So this puppet girl, she mm-hmm. she brought all these Christmas Carol puppets. So we have a Scrooge puppet. We yeah. have all the ghost puppets. We have a Tiny Tim puppet. Yes, th- this is her whole business essentially. And this, yeah. again, these are or her it's, first it's her clients. dream. I guess she has a different job, but she's like an aspiring puppeteer. Yes, this is her aspiring dream. children's puppeteer. That's right. Because so then her whole thing is that she set up a puppet show for them, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to, which I think is kind of interesting. And now that I think about it. Because it means that the grandma kind of doubled up on her whole lesson. Mm-hmm. Because if the whole, like, reconciling with people or doing whatever was a whole play on Christmas Carol, which they already admitted with the yeah. chains and everything, I guess she needed to drive her point home with part two. Yeah. Which is, let me show you a puppet play of exactly what I was just trying to teach yeah. you. It's kind of like, weird. It's like in the last movie we watched where they have to recap everything right after it happens. She's right. like, I'm worried you guys didn't get it the first time. See, and now this this is why, this. I'm telling you, this is a great scene because this elevates the movie. That's the twist, right? Is mm-hmm. that they don't end up doing the whole play because when they get there to the back, Obviously, Tara Reed's character and her brother are pieces of shit. Yeah. So they're they, like, oh, this puppet looks like dad. This one looks like mom. Yeah. So, you know, I think the nephew's name is Danny, right? Or the the, the Sully. The son is Danny. Uh-huh. The grandson is Sully. Sully. So Sully ends up trying to be nice, right? Because, okay, the whole the whole thing. With he does have a crush on the girl. The, like, yeah. That's, that's, the go- that's the whole grandma's point. Grandma knew that somehow. Yeah. She's like, go get her or whatever. Because that's your future. Maybe that's what she's been doing the whole year. Just mm-hmm. kind of stalking him to see who he has a crush on. That's and she puts so much energy into that. She forgot to get anything other than like wrapping paper and sheets for the windows. Maybe, for- maybe she picks him up from work and maybe he talks about her all the time. Oh, okay. See, I'm falling in love with this movie. I he really doesn't drive. Am. He definitely doesn't drive. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. You know, my favorite part is the casting director for as shitty as like, he's not, th- okay. He had the right look, but he's not the greatest actor, right? I, mm-hmm. I think that's true for both the uh, Sully and Danny. Mm-hmm. But the interesting part about that is that the puppet girl kills it. She's just great. Yeah. Her performance is amazing. Yeah, she, I personally liked it a lot. She seems like she acts like. You know, she's a very quirky character, but it's not forced quirky. It's, yes. It's, it comes off it's natural, natural enough. Yeah. yeah. And my favorite part is that whoever casted those two, when they when they show up ne- in, next to each other in camera, they do look like they belong together. They kind of do. And I was like, damn, that's actually really great casting right there. Mm-hmm. So what ends up happening is she goes, okay, like get ready for the puppet show or whatever. Mm-hmm. She reveals that she likes to do puppet shows for kids or that's her goal. Yeah, and then because Danny and Tara Reid are assholes, they immediately hijack it. Yeah, they completely take over the whole show, and they put they grab the puppets off of her hands. Yeah, and they start playing with them, and this this is amazing. This is the twist. Yeah, they start role playing. Oh, that's right, because they see the puppet, and she tells him. Hey, doesn't that kind of look like dad? Mm-hmm. And he grabs the puppet and like instinctually, like subconsciously starts acting like the dad 
on the puppet. He goes, oh, I'm such an asshole. Or, Pull it out your ass, Martha. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then she pulls out another puppet. It's actually really sad. Just like that's oh, the first yeah. thing. No, it, what, that, like, again. So it's like they're they're acting like kids and role-playing their parents. But they're laughing, yeah. but they're saying shit like, blow it out your ass and like so arguing. That's what I'm saying. The scene on the the the, the transition to that scene when they're on their couch, I feel like they just reverted to being children. Yeah. And that's how it leads into that scene. And I think that's actually pretty good. That's decent writing. It's right good there. for like a, a half a minute. And then it yeah, just kind exactly. of <laughs> <That's right. laughs> goes in a, a weird turn. direction. I actually like the turn personally. <laughs> but so then the, she pulls out another puppet because she's trying to continue showing them a Christmas carol through yeah. puppets. And the next one they pull out, who There's like it? Tiny Tim, ghost, right? and then she has like the Christmas present. Which Tiny, they, Tiny Tim doesn't come in yet, though. Oh, they, oh well, well, what they what? So if we're still talking about Tara and mm-hmm. Danny, they're they're arguing at first, but then then Danny has Dad say, "Give me a kiss" or something. Yeah, because and then they the make puppet. their parents make out. Yeah, and, because she grabs a puppet that looks like her mom, and they yeah. start acting it out. And then wh- what's funny is that you kind of see it going there. And you're like, no, like no way. They're siblings. No. Like, why would they do Why that? would they imagine this? Yeah, and then they have, like, the puppets make out. And, yeah. and by this point, by the way, they kicked out the girl who's supposed to be doing the puppet show behind her little stage. Yeah, she does not own the show anymore. Yeah, now she's sitting next to Sully <laughs> watching them do this. But she has the foresight of going like, oh, they need this. Like, yeah. they're going through something. <laughs> she, she she connects it to her, her aspiration. Mm-hmm. She's like, this is how it's supposed to go. They're making connections. Yeah. And we're studying. Through they're like, theater. They are like 50. Yeah. You know, this, is, this isn't this isn't that great to watch. Yeah, this is no, kind this of is sad. sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, another thing about Tara Reed with this puppet is that mm. she emotes with the puppet too. Like, there's just so yeah. there are these funny shots of her just like reacting with the puppet. Yeah, yeah. And it's like that's a funny touch. So yeah, they yeah. start making out the puppets, and then just normal sibling. The only, the activity. only thing that kind of redeems the moment yeah. is that as like for a second after they're doing it. They kind of get disgusted. They're like, mm. whatever. Oh, you haven't kissed me in 40 years. This is nasty or whatever. Yeah. And then that's when she brings out Tiny Tim. Yeah. And she goes, why don't you do something with Tiny Tim? And Sully puts it on his you know thing. And he's like, Ooh. he sucks at it. Yeah, he, he doesn't. He's not good at it. You can tell he's shy, mm. whatever. And then from the back, his un- his dad ends up saying, why don't you do your- it's almost. See, I like this because it's almost yeah. like he knew in that moment that his son was into this girl. Yeah, and yeah. He sets this him is, up for that. It's actually it does work as a thing because now, yeah. now at least we know one positive thing about the son and dad relationship. Yeah. and it's like the first time it shows up too, where yeah. the dad is actually stepping up and he, like trying. he's encouraging him. He's yeah. being like, "Oh no, son, get it." You know, yeah. he's supportive exactly and so he goes like do your adam sandler impression Mm -hmm. and then he proceeds to do his adam sandler impression and it's kind of goofy quirky then they start getting flirty and they also you cut back to behind the puppet stage and you see tara reed and danny they like look at each other like they can tell it's getting flirty just by listening and that's the other thing it happens again Mm -hmm. right because they're because you can see they're playing with the puppets and you're like no way they're gonna start fucking being weird in front of their 
they, they <laughs> start they start doing therapy again mm-hmm. and like nancy she makes her puppet say something like life is messy and then Sully makes tiny tim say i like messy oh god yeah and you're like wait what <laughs> is this really gonna go there right now and then their puppets start making out yeah yeah, yeah. and then like tiny super tim into and it. this like, ghost i yeah. guess that's and the she show commits. now like her face starts like you know she's like into it or mm-hmm. whatever and then yeah tara reed they and start making out yeah. Not terrible. Not terrible. Not terrible. <laughs> so n- n- Nancy, Nancy and Sully, they're making out. Danny's yeah. like, well, I'm getting out here. And he yeah. leaves. And then Tara Reed like starts follow him. But yeah. she, I guess she changes her mind and she just sits in this armchair oh, that's and the watches. Best part. So they don't even focus on that. What? So it's a long shot. When, it, when the scene ends, this part that you're talking about, it's a long shot. So all we see is that they're sitting on the couch together Making out with the puppets. And or they're yes. on the floor. They're straight up on the floor. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait. Oh, yeah, you're right. They do end up on the floor. But we see both of them walking, Tara Reed and her brother in the movie. And then, yeah, she stops and she sits down on the chair and he keeps walking. And you're kind of like, wait, wait, wait. Is she going to stay there and watch them make out? Like, like she's watching TV or something. Yeah, because the way the scene is portrayed, it's like one of those moments. I mean, I, I've been in enough bars to know that this happens where mm-hmm. like two people like completely forget they're in like reality and there's yeah. other people there. Yeah. And they just kind of like make out and do start doing like anything they want. And it was like, <laughs> yo, like and then the, you see these two are crawling under the table and Tara Reed does not move. Yeah, she just sits there. She just sits there. Like, and they're still doing everything one-handed, by the way, because they're making it up, but they also have their puppets. Yeah, exactly. Really interesting choice there. It doesn't end. Yeah, so then what's funny is that that's kind of a wholesome, weird moment that happens. And the dad, so Danny, goes back into the house and immediately immediately becomes an alcohol a raging alcoholic yeah. once again but <laughs> before we get there uh-huh. we need to catch up with gary gary the uncle gary who uncle left because of uh tara reed being oh i completely fucking forgot that happened at the bar yeah right? yeah, okay, they, yeah he goes to this bar this really this uh, john commented on how the set design was very lacking. Yeah, yeah, we're bar. yeah, me and John. Were you don't see any alcohol. It's just like a bunch of glasses and yeah, because it's at the it's at the bottom of the bar. You can barely see it. Yeah, but the but the top of the bar is so barren. Yeah, <laughs> and there's some weird lore to the staff in this bar too. Because like yes. you, over the course of this next conversation, mm-hmm. you also learn. So the bartender has hired his grandpa as a dishwasher and they're, mm-hmm. the grandpa keeps trying to come to the front and the bartender is like, get back there, grandpa. Yes. You go back and do the dishes. Or I'm, dishes. Ta- I'm taking you back to the home. <laughs> and then the grandpa is <laughs> like, hostage. I wish you'd take me back to my real home. And you're like, did, did, did this guy yeah. kidnap his grandpa and yeah. force him to work there? Elder abuse and also uh, employee yeah. abuse. Boring! So sick of this shit! Grandpa, get back there and wash this or I'm taking you back to the home. Jesus, why don't you take me back to my real home, you piece of shit? And then the <laughs> grandpa... you know that old man is not getting paid. He is not. And he gets he gets fed up in the end. Yeah. And he ends up storming out and he's like, I want a Christmas hooker. Yeah, that's right. And he leaves with another dude who's like, I'm with you. I'll, I'm also going to get Yeah, I'm who knows that. what, like, are they looking for hookers together? Or is yeah. he like, I'm a hooker. Oh, 100% they're doing I'll be a hooker today, <laughs> you know. So, yeah. So, the, yeah, we do catch up with Gary. And what ends up happening, he finds the billionaire. Yeah, Hankies. At, at the bar. 
Yeah. And they find out Hanky doesn't have a family to go back to, basically, because they just want his money. Yeah, that's what he says. He goes, do yourself a favor and never become a billionaire, which is really, I find it really funny Mm -hmm. because the character who he's saying that to, I immediately, maybe because everyone's mean to him in the movie, I immediately wanted to be mean too. And I was like, you don't have to worry about that with Gary. (laughs) Like, this motherfucker ain't making more than a million. He's retired already. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) this guy's at the end of his life, yeah. <laughs> you know. He was so, like managing a Dollar General or something. Something like that. I don't even think managing, <laughs> honestly. Probably. But he likes getting bossed around. Yeah. Um. So yeah, then they they have a moment, it, and it almost reaches the point where the scene it's almost it almost reaches the same point as the scene before it, where it kind of gets to an interesting point, but. Oh, it just doesn't get over they, that hump of oh that was good. I feel like they're kind of confused about whatever what I guess Gary is supposed to learn because mm-hmm. um the Hank Hanky he starts talking about love languages and he's like maybe Penny's love language is insults. That's so right. So you have to insult her back. Back yeah. And then Gary's like I don't know about that. I love it because basically his solution is she's being abusive. Be abusive back. Yeah, but but then also he changes his mind and he's like. You need to nurture your relationships because that's what I learned from being a billionaire and having a shitty family. I'm like, is that the lesson Which, he's supposed to learn? Like, yeah. isn't that supposed to be uh, Tara Reid's? That's the miss. Yeah. yeah. I, I was like, oh, you're so close. I think they probably had to finish the script on a deadline. And they're like, oh, we got to wrap. We'll just kind of put words he's in like, there. like, sure, yeah, whatever. That, that sounds nice. Yeah, it sounds nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that happens. Um, and then we're back to Danny getting his beer finally. He, uh, Danny goes to get his beer, but when he closes the fridge door, holy shit, there's a guy with a gun in the house. Yeah. And he looks insane. He looks completely bad shit. Yeah. He's Clint Howard, I'm, I think. I'm pretty sure that's him. Mm. Who's like this character actor. And he's, a, I don't know what his deal is. I, he's like kind of homeless, but like he lives with Janet apparently. Yeah, he's a hitman. Yeah. And I guess he does her. He no Christmas plans because... She she just kind of calls. Yeah, it's him. Christmas Day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so also kind of looks like it's six in the morning now. But anyway, yeah, the lighting changes dramatically. Yeah, yeah. So he gets confronted, mm-hmm. and then Janet comes in, and Danny tr- tries to recap what has happened in the garage. He's he's yeah. trying to explain. Oh, there's a puppet show going on. They go on this weird tangent about puppetry of the penis. Yeah, I don't know where that joke came from, but it was it was definitely you know, a throwaway. You know, you've heard of that before, right? No. Oh, no, it's a real thing. Oh. Yeah, it was... I used to see... There used to be, like, commercials for it on TV, just, like, in the day. You're going to have to show me later. I'll have to find something, but it, I guess it was this this comedy program that a couple guys would go tour around and do, like, balloon animals with their dicks, I guess. Like, oh. they would just put it contorted in a bunch of different shapes, and it was, like, funny. So it's basically a giant... Dick joke. Is I guess. Essentially what yeah, there. they're just you're supposed. To, it's a, I guess totally unnecessary. Didn't even pay off. Yeah, but yeah, that happens. She so yeah. Janet comes back, threatens him, and mm-hmm. oh, and, and they're they're they start saying a lot of one liners to each other, like make that pig squeal, 
And then while they're oh, doing that, so, we yes. cut back to the front door and the yeah. swingers are back and they're listening and they're, yeah. they're hearing all these weird one-liners being spouted out. Yeah. And they deduce, oh, my God, they are swingers. Yeah. They they want to do nasty piggy stuff with each other. We yeah. were totally right about them. And then basically the husband goes like, oh, that's so sad that they didn't invite us. Why yeah. don't we have our own party? Like yeah. That? And yeah. then they run off. Dumb. It's like, we're n- that happens. So yeah, then exactly. uh, we, go, we go back and they're arguing about puppets and stuff or... I guess, why, why do they send the weird guy to go check on the puppet show? Or he's going to lock the door? Was that it? Yeah, he was going to lock the he's door. He's going to lock the back door. Yeah. So he goes out. He gets distracted because he can see the puppet show. No, mm. he sees he sees the, the nephew making out on the floor. Oh, he sees yeah. Tara Reid watching. That's right. And he's like, so wow, puppets have potential. Yeah. Whatever that Doesn't means. Make any sense. And then, And then Grandpa wakes up and he throws mm. another tree. At this guy. Well, he throws his tree because what ends. Okay, I completely. What's the second tree he throws in the movie? There's like a throwing trees. It is the second one, but I completely forgot about this part of the movie. Yeah, the Christmas tree is not up in the same place that it was the year before. He, mm-hmm. The Christmas tree, because the grandpa's like super about humbug about the whole thing. Yeah. In fact, actually, it's uh, he, kind he, of implied that he likes Christmas, though. I get. Yeah, he wanted because, to keep all the Christmas stuff in his room. Yeah, he kept the Christmas tree. He was talking room. to the Christmas tree. Yeah. So he basically dragged it out. Yeah. And, and like threw it at this man. Just to make a statement. Yeah, I guess so. Or he's, he's like, stop slamming doors, even though like no one has been slamming doors. Yeah, there was no sound effect that the, the slam the door or whatever. Yeah. So then, yeah, he, he knocks him out with the tree. Then she comes around. Janet comes around the corner with this with um, two guns. With, yeah, that's right. Two and Danny. Guns. Danny's there. And Danny, and Danny. Uh, tries to explain what happens to Grandpa. But then mm-hmm. Janet's like, you're going to die. Mm-hmm. And then she gets tased from behind because Grandma yeah. came to the rescue. Double tasers. Double tased. Yeah. 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 And uh, honestly, <laughs> I feel like. That's basically yeah. That, yeah. That's the it, ending of the movie almost. Kind of. I <laughs> yeah. mean, it's like Grandpa re falls in love with grandma because he's like i didn't know you were such a ballsy broad and then yeah. they, they make out it's like how long have you been married whatever yeah 40 years actually. probably <laughs> long time. yeah and then tara reed is still watching her nephew get laid yeah she's just sitting there and then that's when gary and hanky come back gary and tara reed make up they they come that's back right. inside um Tara reads like, I don't care what anyone thinks. I love this nerd, even though that's not the lesson yeah. she was supposed to learn. Yeah, exactly. But good for her anyway. Yeah. She's still calling Hanky Spanky. Yeah. And then Hanky, I guess, eventually forgives her. He, oh, yeah. He kids around about Oh, he tries her. to make out with her. Yeah. Because he they thinks hug, they're swinging. Uh, yeah. As they, as they hug and, she, and they sort of pull away, he kind of chases after her. Like, yeah. Just a little bit. And he's like, oh, sorry. I thought you were swinging. Yeah. And, and she's like, like why does, uh, no. Everyone's just like, everything means swinging, I yeah. guess. There was a, movie. yeah. Whoever wrote it was very obsessed yeah. with the joke of swinging. Because again, the whole movie could have gone without the joke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then. Then Tara reads like, we should give Sully some privacy. And it's like, you think you've been sitting there for like an hour. Yeah. And they yeah. aren't even, they're still not having actual sex. They're just making out on the floor with yeah. the puppets. Which, hey, you know, a good makeout sesh is fun, but yeah. uh, not while someone's watching you. Whatever that's, you're into. Not when your aunt is watching you. <laughs> I know. 
Um, so they all they all go back in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Penny and Gary. Penny's the character's name for Tara Reid. Yeah, the, the makeup. The, not that it matters. But mm-hmm. yeah, they they announce that they're back together. Mm-hmm. Danny, uh, Grandma and Grandpa are happy about that. They're like, oh my God, we love you. Yeah. And then Danny's like, you know what? I am not going to gamble anymore. And everyone's yeah, like, yay. I totally did not believe. <laughs> All it took was a gun in the face. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Then we cut back to the front yard. And narrator Santa's back well, to 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 have a payoff for the entire lesson that the grandma was trying to do. They set up the Christmas tree oh, yeah. where it was the year before. Oh yeah, right in front of the window. Yeah, exactly. And, and then, then we zoom out to the yeah. neighborhood. We hear the narrator, and she's mm-hmm. like, "They found love in their family and other kinds of love, weird kinds of love." And that's yeah. when the nephew and the puppet girl are like making out standing up and like staggering around the backyard yeah exactly and then a group of people walk by and they call out to santa hey where's the swingers party and then he's like i don't know but then cut to the swinger couple next door and the guy is like opening his robe he flashes them yeah he's like come on over and then as, as they walk off you see or you you hear some adr of a guy going I'm looking to sleep with as many women as possible. I'm looking to sleep with as many women as possible. Yeah. <laughs> this is really loud. Sure, man. Yeah. And then um, then Santa. He just heartedly laughs. Man. He laughs like a crazy person. Yeah. He just starts cackling. Like, was did he orchestrate this whole thing? Is that what was, was he God? Like. I don't know. But I also didn't mind too much. I was like, whatever. Sure. Yeah. It didn't add or take anything away. Nope. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, it, it was. That's how it ends. It was really fun, honestly. I the yeah, I the puppet thing really made it. Yeah, that's yeah. I slept through that entire part last time. I oh, you did, you didn't remember any yeah. of it. I didn't remember the puppet part at all. No, yeah. I just remember the parts inside the house. But yeah, it was it was a fun watch, man. It was yeah definitely adding that to my list of bad movies that I like. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it's rewatchable. It's totally. I mean. I feel like everyone has some kind of bad Christmas movie that they watch as a guilty pleasure or just as a tradition. Yeah. This could be your tradition. Yeah. With some friends. Maybe not your maybe not your loved ones, like your family, your blood family. Yeah. But for something a bit more casual, watch it with some friends. Yeah. Yeah. So All right. <laughs> Guess that's it. Um I did we forget to shout out Belgium last week? Oh, we might have. Really? My bad. I don't know. We like did. he doesn't know yet because we haven't published the episode. Our the booth over there is like nodding their head. Oh no! Oh no! We didn't okay. do any shout. Okay, well we'll do shout we'll outs see. this week. Yeah. Since this is the last week, we'll do double Christmas shout stuff. out. Shout out to Belgium. Yeah, shout out to you, Bam. Belgium. Yeah, you're always um, helping us out. Uh, always and then here. shout out to Gobble Pictures. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Marimbo Films. Got it. And shout out to. Trainwreck. Look train at wreck. look at their Instagram. Yeah. They probably have a couple things there by now. Probably. Yeah. And someone someone it was they had a really cool editor, I heard. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah, thank you everybody for listening and uh hope you enjoyed the recap of, yeah. of American Christmas. Hope you have a great Christmas yourselves. Yeah. Hanukkah's over by now, but, <laughs> but yeah. probably Christmas too by now when they see this. Yes, yeah. Either way, happy new year. Yeah. Bye. Bye.